the French Bread Podcast. Welcome, yes, welcome to the French Bread Podcast, and I am your one and only French Bread. I appreciate everybody stopping in and listening to this podcast because this podcast today is, you know, something that I've, I've, I will apologize for. I should have introduced myself a long time ago, many episodes ago, but, you know, I get so caught up in trying to give knowledge and give positivity and you know pardon me for not wishing everybody's week a positive and happy week to everybody i wish everybody would have a positive and prosperous week but today on this episode today on this episode i'm going to tell you guys and i'm going to allow you guys to step into you know a little bit and you know let you guys get to know french you know french bread to be exact the french bread and the best place to start i feel like any story should start with a great beginning and my beginning is you know it's not the most flashy i didn't grow up in you know money or i didn't grow up nor did i grow up in the hood I grew up somewhere, you know, that was, you know, fairly middle class, you know, not a lot of crime, you know, not a, a lot of older people, an actual community. But really, I grew up a lot of places. I mean, me, the beginning of my adventure was crazy. Like my um, I, I remember the first place that I that I lived or that I remember living was in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minneapolis, to be exact. And that was actually one of, you know, my first adventures. That was the that was me and my mother, my mother, who, you know, was very, very influential in, you know, me being the free spirited, open minded, traveling person that I am now. But um when we uh when we moved to St. Paul, Minneapolis, before we had got our apartment or anything, I remember we used to uh we used to stay with a lot. We used to stay with some of her coworkers and she um I remember one of her coworkers, she took me and my mother to a place called Mall of America. I'm not sure if any, if anybody or everybody knows of Mall of America, but Mall of America back in the 90s i haven't been back in so long it it'll, it brings me so much just nostalgia just thinking about it but i remember going to mall of america it's a three-story mall with a um with a with a theme park on the inside of it i don't know if anybody has seen the uh the mighty ducks movie or if anybody in the audience has seen the mighty ducks movie but or but one of the in one of the Mighty Ducks movies, they skip school and they go to the Mall of America. That's where it was shot at. But um, I remember going to the Mall of America. And when I tell you that was one of the greatest times in my life. And that really just opened me up to, man, there's things bigger than, you know, just playing with your friends outside on a bike, you know, in the neighborhood. Now, don't get me wrong. 
I did have those moments. They were few and far between, but at the same time, my adventures were crazy dope. I mean, the Mall of America was just a pinch of what I what I got to see as a child, as a youth, before my actual journey started. But the Mall of America was so special to me because it birthed. I feel like a lot of things that may that are like you know that reflect within my taste and my uh, the way that I do things like one I have a very 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 great palate and I am a foodie I will admit that guilty guilty as charged I am a food I am a foodie but I got to eat somewhere called the Rainforest Cafe and the Rainforest Cafe was one of the greatest places I've ever been to I still to this day I've been to the Rainforest Cafe in Las Vegas it has nothing on the Rainforest Cafe that was in Minneapolis but the Rainforest Cafe is a place that's like beautifully decorated and rainforest tropical like tropical rainforest theme they have parrots they have lizards they have they have frogs all types of different uh different type of jungle creatures and also like while you're eating they have like the the thunder and the lightning going and it's like misty and it's moist and they have jungle themed food and it was just amazing especially then as a kid it 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 really fueled me and it really made me feel like you know what man i want to I want to be in places like this all the time. And then on top of that, if you know, it was snowing and, you know, a kid that was born in California, you know, snow is very rare, especially, you know, being born in the Bay Area. You know, we don't we don't really get snow. I didn't really see snow for the first, you know, maybe five or six years of my life until I started actually being able to, you know, travel and, you know, go places and adventure and when I seen snow when I lived in Minneapolis for about four to five months, it was it was so amazing. It was it was man, it I felt like every like everything was so brand new. It made it made me feel like it was the like every time I see snow now, I think of, you know, Minneapolis. I think of the times, uh, the cities, the places, the states that I've been to that have had snow and it always brings me back to Minneapolis to the first time I mean even you know we'll get into my travels of Alaska later on as we progress through the as we progress through our story but man I I I always just think of so many things make me think of Minneapolis when I cook it makes me think of Minneapolis when I get on a plane it makes me think of Minneapolis I started flying I went on my first flight from San Francisco to I believe it was New Jersey to meet my mother when I was five years old I flew by myself no no mom no dad no grandma no grandpa no siblings nobody just me get on a plane get off a plane now what I will say is I did have stewardess you know checking on me and I did sit in the front of the plane every time so I mean I had chaperones. It wasn't like I was just like, huh, scan my ticket. You know, I'm a grown little person. Uh, I like there was there were people who knew I was supposed to be there. And, you know, I but at the same time, I had a certain level of responsibility to get on those planes, get on those those connectors, meet those people. And I that's something that I'll never forget. I mean, it's it's 
obviously, you know, helped me to this day with my communication skills. And that is just a pinch. That's just the beginning of my adventures. Like, I've went to so many different places. My mother really is the one that I have to credit for my my adventures early because she was a stewardess. She was a stewardess for about, I believe, 10 to 15 years. And she used to travel all over the place. She's taken me so many different places. And I'm so grateful for it. I went out of the country for the first time when I was about like seven or eight years old, if I can remember correctly. But I... um but my my mother was a big big proponent in you know showing me that there's other things outside of this world besides you know what's just right in front of you or you know school every day and also too my father had a big played a big part in it rest in peace to my father uh Claiborne Sibley he uh he showed he I feel like he laid the groundwork for me to be an adventurer because he adventured out on his own himself he had an option he can stay in louisiana where he was born and raised and work for and work the family business or you know what you can take a gamble on yourself and you can set out on an adventure to see what the world has to offer see what you can make of yourself See, that's the one thing that I appreciated about my dad and that I've always respected. And that's what I take from me. One of the main things I take from him that he's taught me is that you got to take a chance on yourself. It's nothing like stepping out into that world with the chips all on you and you can't pull them back. It's all, it's all or nothing. You got to give it everything you got or you're going to fall on your face and you know it. It's a feeling that I know that. I'm pretty sure, not that I know, I'm pretty sure that everybody feels, but a lot of people ignore. And I don't think we should ignore that feeling, man. That's the feeling that makes the monsters, that makes the most powerful, the most strongest people, I feel. You you have to believe in yourself. You have to have that level of confidence to know that, you know what, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to make it. And I've literally carried that with me everywhere i have gone every single minute of my life i will bet on myself over anything and i got that from my father i that my father blessed me with that and that was the best thing that he could have did for me even outside of just leaving louisiana if he would never left louisiana i wouldn't be able to be here and talk to you beautiful people i mean it, it it's it's crazy how the ripple effects and the butterfly effect could happen and you know and can change you know the course of life i mean if i if i never decided to step out on my own and you know do my own thing and find my own path i would never have found podcasting i would have never had the confidence to get behind this mic and you know share these these stories and these tales of a life that i feel like you know what it might not have been the you know the most greatest and glitzy and glamorous but i i will tell you this i've been on a journey or two and i've had my fair share of adventures and i'm still adventuring it's still so much more to see i haven't 
conquered the earth. I haven't seen all there is that needs to be seen. So the adventure, the the adventure is the adventurer is still here, and the journey will go on until I expire. And that's kind of the the mentality that I've had. And it was crazy for me because being able to you know go through all of these different like all of these different places i remember i went in the 90s i went to go see i went to uh new york and when i at that time in new york that's when they had i'm i'm not sure if they still have it there but they had the three-story uh the three-story toys rs building and when i tell you as a kid like as a like eight nine year old seeing that man that was being able to see three floors of toys like i that man i didn't think that and that's when that wasn't when like you know there was mo that was the era of of toy stores i mean they had kb toys there was another toy store that was it wasn't a really big like really big brand but i mean you know if you got something from toys rs you know toys rs was the real and it out of all the all the toy all the toy stores you had to go to toys r us and i mean i used to get stuff from kb toys but you know them that toys r us toy was hidden different and especially when you grab it out of out of out of new york like i got a i got a rc car i was used to be really big in rc cars and model cars and i got a rc car remote control and it was oh it was a it was great i was i drove that thing to the wheels flow fell off that was my favorite toy with for what felt like eons i mean <laughs> i'm i i'm i'm missing the toy right now to tell you the truth i wish i could have it just to ride around the house you know just to make me feel the way that i felt when i got it because that's what it made it wasn't the fact that i had the rc car i had a whole bunch of rc cars but i got an rc car from toys rs in new york that i have like i'm I'm not at home. I'm when I I used to I remember I I went to I went to so many different schools. I had so many different like teachers and I remember always people would always be like, "Man, like when I would always come back home, when I would come back home to the Bay Area and I would go and live with my grandparents and or I would go re-enroll in school and you know go get back to the old like neighborhood friends and be like oh man where'd you been where have you been and i'll just show them my toys i would show them just the different like pictures and the postcards and keychains and different like just different things that i would pick up i you always used to have pilot wings i i was really big into the pilot wings and i would always go and sit in the cockpit of every plane that you know i, I would be able to you know fly on and it was such a privilege it made me so much more appreciative of the things that i have now and it's made me push myself to what i have now but at the same time there was a end to my adventures and my last adventure i really 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 miss because it was the one time that you know my my mother's side of the family that we all had you know came together and we went to hawaii and it it was amazing like i i it was amazing the end of the end my last adventure was probably one of the top five best adventures i've had still because I got, I not only was I a little bit older, I was 10, 
but at the same time it was just so it felt so real i felt so free i got to snorkel in the ocean with like no help like i was around people but i was underwater like i i got to feel a fish like bump up against me i mean hawaii was the greatest place that i had been out of all of my adventures and at that time when i turned 10 i had already been out of the country once my mother had took me to china and i was that was crazy i didn't really understand where i was at i wish i would have went when i was an adult now because it's the, the understanding of it is way different but then i mean that was a cool trip but at the same time hawaii was just it was great i got to play on the beach and the sand the the sand was so soft the texture of it was oh it was amazing i couldn't like i could uh it's it, i'm doing a disservice trying to describe it as poorly as i am but i just remember that last adventure being my like my most favorite but it was super bittersweet because I didn't get to do everything that I wanted to do. I again, I we, I was always eating. <laughs> I was always oh, everything that everything that me and my my mother did. Oh, it was either a restaurant or it was some type of food. We were going to some type of festival with, that had to deal with food. So I mean, I didn't get to eat all the food that I wanted to. I didn't get to you know do. I missed a night where you know everybody like all the kids were out at the pool. I was just off like i i used to wander really really bad i would wander but then i would wander and i would get to a point where i would just you know just sit and stop for a while and sit down somewhere and somebody would end up finding me or somebody would be like what are you doing over here get get back over here you know I, I i was i was somewhat that kid but at the same time you know i i can't remember what i was thinking about but i'm pretty sure it was something deep and way beyond my philosophical years and i mean I was just so now looking back on it and the more and more I look back on, you know, just the the early parts of my life. I'm thankful for the adventures because if I didn't realize what an adventure was and what what is held within an adventure, I would have understood that there's a whole journey out here and I can put together a string of adventures to make my journey so satisfying so full and rich and positive and full of life like i want i've learned and i got to learn at a very young age that you live i live for the journey i live for the long moment the unique moment and you know what? This moment right now is unique. This moment right now has been amazing. And I hope you guys stay tuned because I have so much more for you. Thank you for listening.